You know what time it is. It's time for me to let you know that this episode was recorded pre-lockdown before these COVID numbers got out of hand here in Halifax. And also just a quick disclaimer, I'm a little bit of a simp in this episode. Don't go too hard on me, okay? Okay. Hey, it's Maddie Mills. And I'm Lauren. And this is The Weekend Roundup. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to The Weekend Roundup. Maddie and I drank our body weight in strawberry daiquiris last night and honestly I feel like shit. Strawberry daiquiris are good in the moment but I wouldn't say they feel as good the next day. Well because they're so sugary right like I don't like I feel limp. Yeah no they're syrup and rum. (laughs) If you hear background noise it's because we need the window open in order to record this or I will pass away. I have the Sunday sweats. You guys signed up for Sunday Scaries, here they fucking are. So, as you know, we are still in lockdown, and we're staying home, and we're not really going out, so we had to go into the archives of mine and Maddie's past weekends. Do you feel like my voice is ten octaves lower than it normally is right now? It always is when it's like 9am on a Sunday. This weekend that we're about to talk about definitely deserves a roundup. Listen, this happened about, we're coming up on two years ago, and I don't even think, I don't even think we're fully done debriefing it to each other. It truly traumatized Maddie. (laughs) I'm banished from a town, a small town. I I was exiled, (laughs) and you'll, I, I deserved it. Maddie is a criminal on the run. Yeah, I'm on the run. I can never go back to this said small town. So we're going to tell you the story. It might be a little long. We're probably going to piss a lot of people off by telling it, but I don't care. I feel like you deserve to hear it. Whatever. I'm from a pretty small town about two hours away from where I go to university, which is where I met Maddie, but it also has a university in it. It's the number one party university in Canada. So when we heard that Hoko was coming up... Hoko is homecoming, by the way. When we heard that homecoming was coming up, the big football game weekend, party weekend. I don't actually understand what the actual weekend is. I just understand that people get fucked up this weekend. This is a weekend, like, people wake up and drink. And, you know, we wanted to experience that. We said, sign us up. Because our school, not much of a party school, if you know us. (laughs) And so we said, you know what, let's make a little cameo. So... We threw all our stuff in the car, and we drove back to my, my roots, my hometown. But before we go back to my said town, we need to give a little bit of preface. One of my best friends is a guy named Chad. He is, I love him. He's like a brother to me. He's the best. And I decided to set Maddie up with my BFF Chad because I thought that they would be a lovely couple together and grow old and have many babies. Keep in mind, like, he lives two hours from me, and I met him one time in the summer. I went to go visit Lauren. We had, like, a little beach bonfire. It was cute. We met. Remember, do you remember how I put your name, your number in a song? No. So, he, he had borrowed one of my, like, I had an old phone laying around my house, and he broke his, so I gave him mine, and then we were gonna meet up with him later on in the night to go for a bonfire, and I was like, oh... I don't know what time we'll be going out there, but my phone's dead, so you can just text Maddie. And then I t- physically took the phone and put your number in it. So for the girls, I didn't even know this was something that I might even be interested in at this point. I visited you guys, and I met him in, like, July, and then fast forward to Homecoming, which was October. Yeah, so it was, like, a couple months. Mm-hmm. 
they had been talking, and they had a beautiful online relationship to the point that his friends called her his e-girlfriend. I didn't have anyone to really talk about this with, because you were back in for most of the summer when I was talking to him. Yeah, we had a little long-distance Snapchat fling going on. It really just consisted of Snapchatting, and we FaceTime sometimes. Yeah. It was kind of serious, but keep in mind, we had only actually met the one time, but like, I, w- I was like not talking to anyone else at the time, and I don't think he was either. Just side note, so actually, before Hoko, he had come up to Halifax to go to a bar oh downtown. Oh my god, I we, forgot about this. If we want to talk about this, and I was out with my friends, we like hadn't seen each other since the bonfire. So I'm at this bar, and he's like, yeah... I'm on the patio at the same bar. And I was like, I have to go see him. Like, we've been talking for, like, two months at this point. If I didn't go see him, it would have been, like, just so lame. Because we were both at the same place. So go, start talking to him, whatever. His ex-girlfriend is there. And right in fucking front of me, she goes and whispers to his friend. Whispers. I use loosely because she fucking said this so loud so I would hear. I'm, like, way prettier than her, though, right? That was so out of pocket. It was so out of pocket. Okay, when she said this, I didn't know who she was at that point. And then, like, Chad pulls me over to the side and is like, yeah, like, she's kind of, like, just still into me, I guess. No fucking shit. So everybody knew that Maddie Mills was coming to town. And I wish that I knew that. I wouldn't have done what I did if I had known that it was going to make headlines. (laughs) So we are all freaking out. Like, we're so excited for Maddie and Chad to finally, like, meet up. We get all dressed up in our cute little Hoko fits. Keep in mind it's 8 (laughs) a.m. We just woke up. We just woke up. I downed a Caesar from a can and (laughs) was getting ready for the day. A piss-warm Caesar and we're out the door. Yeah. So he was having a massive party. This is pre-COVID, BT dubs. Yeah, this is like 2019. COVID wasn't even a thought. Chad was having a Hoko party. Like, he was the one hosting it because he had this massive driveway, basically. Like, he had, like, a fucking parking lot next to his apartment. So he was throwing this huge rager. It was packed. You remember how busy that was? So when we got to the party and we walked up, I obviously walked up to my big group of friends and he was standing there and I feel like there was so much pressure on this moment of you two like finally seeing each other it felt like when two kids in middle school plan a hug oh straight up that's the exact energy we were giving off and I hated it I hated every second of it because Chad was standing at the back of the friend group so when we pulled up everyone parted and then it just looked like we were all standing in a circle around you guys like okay guys time to kiss I was like Hey, hey, how are you? I'm good. Chad's not here to defend himself, so I want to give what I think his perspective was on this so that we're not out here like... And I am pretty sure I know what you're going to say, and I agree. So I think Chad, from our conversations, kind of thought that you guys were going to, like, hang out, like, at the party, and then, like, obviously, like, hang out that night, like, later on, but... You kind of thought that it was like, oh, I'm going to, like, mingle with all these people while I'm here because I'm obviously going to be with you later on. So yeah. he thought that you were just, like, ignoring him. So he was like, what the hell's wrong with this girl? And he didn't yeah. want anything to do with you. And also, I was trying to, like, make his friends like me. <laughs> like, I, because they're also your friends, and I don't know them very well. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I need to, like, have some good PR here. 
Well, also, to be fair, my friend group is kind of intimidating. Like, we've all been friends for years, and we're really, really close, and, like, it's a big group, so it's kind of hard to infiltrate sometimes. And I did it unsuccessfully. So we're at the party, we're socializing, whatever. Chad is really annoyed with Maddie because she's off gallivanting with all of his friends except for him. Can I also just note, there's another girl there that's his ex-girlfriend in the apartment. Like, all his ex-girlfriends were there. I'm not used to the small town logic of everyone knowing everyone and being besties with everyone and they all hated me like i had so much pressure on me in that situation i was just trying to make everyone like me and obviously the one person that it actually mattered didn't go well how am i supposed to act <laughs> i just want to know how were, how would you act how would anybody act in that situation like i think you should have just started making out with them in the middle of it it's 8 a.m okay also side note i was drinking out of a tim hortons reusable cup that looked like just a tim hortons coffee and everyone was like are you drinking coffee i'm like no there's a caesar in it <laughs> like like ew that's so gross and so weird so we are drinking and then the party at chad's house gets shut down obviously we just went on a tour of this town i was basically just getting the tour of the town I was soon to be exiled from. So we're heading on to about 4 p.m. now. We've been drinking for hours. I can't see two feet in front of me, so I'm like, we gotta get the hell out of here. We gotta go home, and we gotta take a nap. So who do we call? Nana! My sweet, beautiful angel of a Nana. So Nana picks me, Maddie, and our other friend up, and when she got us, we were in the worst condition I think we've ever been in. She goes what do you girls want? And I'm flopped over in the passenger seat, like barely conscious. And I just go, take us to McDonald's with like a demon voice. <laughs> so she takes us to McDonald's. She gets us a large fries to split in three individual six piece chicken nugget meals. As I'm doing this, I'm starting to lose my consciousness. But all I can hear is King Maddie in the back seat going, oh my God, we're gonna have to pay her back. I gotta pay back Nana. I'm gonna pay back Nana. I am gonna pay back for this Nana. I didn't want Nana to think that I was stealing these nuggets. I was like, Nana, and she said, you don't have to pay me back as long as you vote for Trudeau. My Nana's a diehard liberal. <laughs> Respect. Not Respect. not Maddie mooching off Nana. I said, Nana, you got my vote. <laughs> Nana, I'm voting for you, ho. Nana's doing that. <laughs> Nana's doing the work. She's putting in the work. She's a campaign manager for the liberal party, and this is how she does it. Trudeau sponsor this woman highlight this woman on your social media she deserves liberal of the week i'm pretty sure she's like met him multiple times to the point that he like recognizes her like she's obsessed oh my god i love that so nana drops us off at home with our fries and we all crawl into my little bed and we pretty much pile the mcdonald's into our mouths no no time for condiments just food so then we all took a nap so that we could kind of revitalize ourselves and get ready to get back out there. This is when we wake up and we see the text. Day drinking scaries. Let's talk about it. Day drinking scaries are very similar to Sunday scaries, except they can happen on any day around 8 p.m. We wake up from this nap and I was absolutely not expecting to see this. I wake up from the nap and I receive this text from my ex. Hi there, it's editing Lauren. While I'm editing this episode, I realize that these text messages include some personal information that would have disclosed this person's identity and I am not trying to blow up their spot. So we cut this part out, but all you need to know is that the text was very nice and I appreciated it a lot. It just wasn't the right time. 
we all fall victim to the day drinking scaries. But anyways, let's get on with the episode. That's like, that's a really nice message though, to be honest. It's it's poetic, it's beautiful, it's nice. Like, I'm not hating on your ex-BF here. Listen, I'm not hating on him. I hope he doesn't hear this and get mad at me. Like, that was really nice and I really appreciated it. It was just so out of the blue. Like, I don't know the last time we had spoken to each other and I just woke up from this drunk nap. Maddie's already slamming another piss-warm Caesar next to me. Like, I, I was so overstimulated when I received this text that I think I responded just, thanks. And here's the thing too it's just so funny that it was like after a day that you know this man was drinking all day and he was just simping he was in his feels i actually have mad respect that after drinking all day he was able to put those words together so beautifully like i couldn't even stand up yeah for real like if we tried to send a text at that exact time it would literally like it would be incoherent So yeah, I couldn't even respond to it. Like, I was just like, oh, thanks. Which is so mean. Like, I should have been a lot nicer than that, but whatever. Okay, so now we've had our moment. We've had our... This day honestly has everything you need. A fight with a guy, a text from your ex, Nana. That's all you need. (laughs) So after we get our shit together, we decide it's time to go to the motherfucking pub. So obviously I text my man Chad who's obviously a little salty at me at the time, whatever. And I was like, hey, like, we're going to the pub. You should come, meet me there. Or, how did this go down? How did this go down? I think he invited us to the pub. He invited us to go drink at his place before we went to the pub, but then we ended up taking too long. So he said just meet us at the pub. So he said just meet us there, and we got to the pub, like, maybe ten minutes after my friends had gotten there. And I walked up to my friend... And I was like, where's Chad? And he went, oh, he went home. He was here for, like, five minutes. He ditched. He did not want to see me. That hurt my heart. I don't care that I wasn't talking to you all day, but, like, to invite us and then leave, I was so excited to talk to him. And I know maybe it didn't seem like that at first, but, like, I actually was that whole weekend. To be fair, because Chad isn't here, Chad did say that he was feeling really sick and that's why he left. Yeah, I guess that's fair, but it's still, it was, like, sad. And I do want to preface the next part of the story and say, one, I was coerced. (laughs) And two, it was not out of anger, not out of spite. It was like sadness. (laughs) He says, I text him, I'm like, hey, where are you? And he's like, had to go home, I'm sick. And I just sent like a broken heart emoji. And then he was like, you asked to hang out afterwards. Like, I think you were like, oh, we're going to come. Yeah, we were like, okay, well, we'll come see you afterwards. Like, we'll stop by on the way home. And he was like, not really having it. At this point, I'm a little upset, but obviously I'm a little twisted still, and I've had a few drinks, so I'm like, whatever, let's just have a good night at the pub. Shake it off. So there we are. Drinking, laughing, having a good time, and then out of the crowd. Why are you talking like that? I'm setting the scene. Okay, okay. (laughs) The crowd parts, and who is there? But Maddie's old fling. We're gonna have to do a whole episode on my old fling. I swear to God, this guy has so much content. Every time I talk to him, it's like more content for a podcast episode. So I met this man in first year when he pulled me up on stage during a karaoke song to sing Let Me Love You by Mario. 
How did this shit happen to you? You always have these insane, like, stories with guys doing this really romantic shit with you. When you hear more about him, I feel like this isn't as romantic as you think it was. <laughs> he was, like, talking to, like, four girls that night. So he pulls me up on stage, whatever. We obviously start talking after that, because how could I not? I feel like that's such a good origin story. Love a good origin story. So after karaoke, we talked kind of on and off throughout university and this hoko we hadn't talked up until this but as soon as i saw him i knew it was on <laughs> might i add what the hell was he doing there <laughs> i have no idea who he was with he just seemed by himself like it seemed like he was there it was fate no maddie that's really weird like i'm sorry i know you're listening why were you there it was destiny <laughs> Whatever, we start talking, and he's obviously heavily intoxicated. He is really drunk. We start talking, and he's really drunk, and he's like, do you remember he was, like, begging me to be his girlfriend, like, right then and there? Yes, I was watching it with pure shock and horror. So he was telling Lauren that he would get this guy that Lauren wanted to make out with to make out with Lauren, and if he did successfully... He was saying, if I do it successfully, then Maddie has to date me. Like, go into a full-fledged relationship with this guy. And you know what? I didn't think twice about Maddie's feelings. I was like, okay. And that was not the only time Lauren didn't care about my feelings this night. Okay, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is mean. What you did was mean. <laughs> I know, okay? <laughs> I feel Whatever. bad about it's it. It's fine, it's fine. I actually don't care. I don't want people to get mad at Lauren I about this. I start hate comments. <laughs> It's like, it's like fine, but it wasn't fine, but it's fine. So anyways, after this guy proceeds to fail wingmanning me because he doesn't even know my fucking name. <laughs> anyways, Maddie doesn't have to go into a relationship with him anymore. I don't need to pass her on. We're in the moment and our man is trying to kiss me and he's like, he's begging for it. <laughs> this is down bad behavior. This is down bad behavior and I'm not hating on him. I would want to kiss me too. <laughs> Madison. <laughs> well, I was looking good. I had the dark hair going on at this time. Please it just was... kiss me. So then I look at Lauren and our friend and and I was like, should I? <laughs> I said do it, bitch. I'll, I'll support you. I'm right here. Keep in mind, they're best friends with Chad. I have to say, this was really mean of me because I knew that Maddie and Chad were talking and she was like, should I kiss this guy? And I was so drunk at this point and so over it. We were so sweaty and hot in there that I was like, do it. I don't care about anything anymore. We're not going to say what our other friend said, who's also Chad's best bestie. He convinced Lauren to tell me to do it. So I do it. I kiss the man. Whatever. It's a kiss. I don't think little, it's a big deal. It was a little bit of a make out. That's gross, though. I don't want to say that on the pod. Lauren goes, hey, Maddie. And we look over and she takes a picture. And this picture will go down in history as the photo that started World War Three. So I take this picture of Maddie and this guy. Guys, this is so fucked. Like, I know I'm the bad guy in this situation, 100%. And I don't hold this against Lauren. I don't want the people to think I, I'm mad about this. I actually don't care. So I have this picture of Maddie and this guy. And, oh my god, should I send this in our friend group chat? <sighs> This group chat had all of the friends that I had spent the entire day trying to impress so that Chad would like me because his friends liked me. But that obviously backfired and Lauren just decides to send this photo. I sent this photo and I undid everything that Maddie had been working for that whole day. And as soon as I pressed send, I knew I had made a terrible mistake. So then 
I proceed to receive the worst text messages about Maddie I've ever seen in my life from all my friends losing their mind. You think that what the girl said to me at the bar in Halifax was bad? These texts were (laughs) cyberbullying. I was (laughs) cyberbullied by an entire small town, what felt like the entire world at this point. So as soon as I start getting these messages rolling in, I'm like, guys, we gotta go home. I think it's time for us to head out. Yeah. So Maddie bids farewell to her man of the night. So we go back to my house. And when I tell you Maddie proceeded to have the most dramatic breakdown I've ever seen. I was distressed. I just want to say, like, I know I shouldn't have kissed the man of the night. I know I shouldn't have done that. And I know it was mean to Chad. And I, like, it was fucked. Like, I don't condone cheating. I don't think it's cool. I mean, was it cheating? I don't know. We weren't really together. <laughs> but it was it was definitely a shady move, and I don't think I should have done it. And I know that now, and I've learned from that experience. We've matured. Obviously, the two of us did really <laughs> stupid things. We were younger, and we're grown up now. But anyways. It was like, not, it was like two years ago. <laughs> Whatever. Quarantine made me reflect. Quarantine made me reflect on this, and I know it was wrong. So Maddie proceeds to break the hell down in my childhood bedroom. <laughs> I was just sad about the whole situation just being over, just like that. So naturally, I do what I do best in these situations and make everything absolutely worse. And I start firing text back to my friends, <laughs> freaking out at them, causing a huge fight the whole time. So Maddie's sitting in the corner, fucking crying, <laughs> listening to Marvin's Room by Drake. <laughs> I was, but that was like, it was kind of a bit. Like, it was kind of like, a, it was kind of a joke, but like, I was also serious. I was trying to play it off with humor, but like, I was sad about it. <laughs> but you know what? Here's another Are thing. I will now? say... <laughs> Thank you for standing up to me to all your friends. Because, like, that's... Obviously, I was in the wrong there. And you did not have to stand up for me. And I'm just really happy that you did. Maddie, yes, I did. I put you in this situation. The least I could have done was... Still, it's very nice. Like, they're, like, your friends forever, you know? And I was, like, your new friend. So I'm just happy you did. Well, you're my forever friend. (laughs) So I am texting Chad. I'm trying to get him to answer me. He will not answer my text. I'm like, I'm so sorry that I did that. That was so stupid. At this point... We're sleeping, and Lauren's phone keeps buzzing, and it's, like, the middle of the night. Like, we, we've been asleep, and every time Lauren's phone buzzes, I was being so pathetic. Like, it would buzz, and I would be like, is that Chad? Is that Chad? Like, so desperate just to talk to him because I felt so bad. Okay, so next day, we wake up, and I'm like, we need to get the fuck out of this town. We need to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. So we are leaving. Mom, Dad, I can't say goodbye to you. I have to go. Like, I need to get out of here right now. It was a two-hour drive. So we're like, let's just stop at McDonald's, get some hangover breakfast, and jet out of here. Get the fuck home. We are driving to McDonald's. We're driving down. This is how you know I live in a small town. We're driving to McDonald's, and as we're driving, two of my friends run up to our moving vehicle and start, like, telling me all this drama and all this shit that happened last night to the point that I was like, Maddie, let me out of the car. I need to talk to them and you go to McDonald's by yourself. I We couldn't even get out of there unscathed. Yeah, no, it was bad. And then whenever we get our McDonald's, Lauren gets the tea, pick Lauren back up, and we're gone. And the whole drive home, I listened to Death by a Thousand Cuts by Taylor Swift on repeat. First of all, I would recommend never getting into a Snapchat situationship with anybody. Don't expose your friends 
to your whole friend group. It's a really shitty thing to do, and I'm very lucky that Maddie still loves me and is willing to be my friend after I was an asshole. I know you have that one guy who's been around since first year and seems to pop up everywhere. It's not fate. It's not destiny. Don't go for it. Unless maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just my situation. <laughs> I think I'm the villain in this story. I proceeded to fuck all of my friends over. Thanks for listening to the Weekend Roundup. We hope your lockdown is going well and this provided some entertainment for you. If you guys hate me, it's fine. I know. I'm the See, now I'm getting the anxiety. The anxiety from a weekend we had two years ago. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review, you know, so more people can hear about our weekend stories and uh, we can have a little community going. We really appreciate you guys kind of sticking with us. I know we're still kind of figuring out this podcasting journey together, but I appreciate you guys listening to us. We're on week three and we don't plan on stopping anytime soon, baby. Talk to you guys next Sunday. Bye. Bye. So dramatic. Just wait. Sing goodbyes, death by a thousand cuts, flashbacks waking me up. I get drunk, but it's not enough, cause the morning comes and you're not my baby. I love through the windows of this love, even though we bought them up. Chandelier still flickering here, cause I can't pretend it's okay when it's not. It's death by a thousand cuts. Hey, do you have a hangover? If you do, we just made it significantly worse.